0: I got that nerd rage nerd rage I got that nerd rage nerd rage nerd nerd rage nerd rage nerd rage nerd
1: rage They say I
0: nerd rage Welcome! you don't understand gentlemen and ladies You are a monthly bitch I can hardly
1: where we visit you, consider us the good person you have. Bleeding out of your aura, we are the tampon that will chop up all of your pop culture goodness. We are the scruffy looking people that you invited into your lives once again through HIV Radio to give you the best in nerddom, dictum, and pop culture history. I am, of course, celebrating the third week in a row, the number one movie in the country, Marvel Zone. Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. First Asian superhero movie to top the box office, not once, not twice, but three weeks in a row. Uh, 98% score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's as good as you think it is. So a great canon, a great addition to the Marvel uh, library of nonstop hits. But joining me in this massive undertaking of bringing you the best in nerd news is my favorite couple of people that are here with us despite the inordinate amount of stress they find themselves under both physically and emotionally Uh, my personal trainer uh greatest karate fitness instructor i've ever known the dragon of the dojo the one and only damian dragon and joining him his better half best half only half wife mother former wrestler manager ballet Referee, the author of the soon-to-be upcoming best-selling book, Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be, a woman with more X's than Jennifer Lopez, the great Foxy Foxy, Hello. and Dan Calachico. So, Damien, you are here with us again to kick us off with what has been going on uh, this month since we've last come together in the world of nerddom news. All right. Well, here we go. Again, for those of you that have joined us before.
2: For those of us joined, you joining us for the first time, thank you and welcome. The way this is gonna work as usual is we go through a couple of the news bits of the month and do a round table discussion. Uh, this month there is no main topic, so we got a we got a bunch of juicy news tidbits to get us through this anyway. But because of course, next month is our favorite month in this household and a lot of other people's October. So of course we will be doing a whole Halloween theme thing um, next month. And if you were privy to last year's Halloween oh, episode, God, yeah. we had a blast and won Mr. Craig Lagan's absolutely one Halloween last year yeah. on that episode with his costume. Yeah. Hands down, leaves down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what costume? I was being myself.
2: <laughs> so definitely do not. Stay here for this one, but definitely don't miss next month's Halloween edition. Mm-hmm. That being said, we lost Mister Calachico. Where'd he go? Where'd uh, I think go? He,
1: he blended into the background, but we don't need him for this. Go ahead. He went
2: to get more snacks again. <laughs> all right. So kicking off our nerd news um, for you, old school Transformers lovers, Gen One, and all that stuff. Uh, as we know, it's it, it's a very broad. Um, Collection to try to collect, whether it be DVD, Blu ray, and all that stuff. It's hard to watch on your streaming networks and everything like that, or at least it was. Because now on Hasbro's YouTube channel, what they had already started doing about a week ago, and uh, they're already past the movie point, they've actually been releasing the original Transformer series on their YouTube channel. It's the Hasbro YouTube channel. They've been releasing the original Transformer series to watch on YouTube, absolutely free. And they've been releasing it in order. They started with Gen 1, and right now everything is um, post uh, the original Transformers, the animated movie that they're up to now. So again, for those of you that are lovers of the original Transformers cartoon, not every incarnation that came after it, they are now free to watch on YouTube. All right. Also, as the world turns and people are trying to get back to normal and everything like that, as we know, cons are becoming a big thing again, all over again. You know, Comic-Cons and all that stuff. Well, there is a new con coming for Game of Thrones fans. Game of Thrones fans, that's right. We are getting uh, the first official Game of Thrones con. Uh, that'll be coming on from February 18th to 20th of next year. Uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. I wonder why
3: he didn't tell me about this. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, what? Uh, I'm, you know, it's, it's going to be in Las Vegas. The very first one's going to be in Las Vegas, so hopefully it want to be eventually being a traveling thing. Uh, I already announced as part of it, it will be, um, it promises to be um, action-packed with guests galore, hmm. cosplay and trivia competitions, autograph sessions and photo ops as well as sales of exclusive merchandise. Uh, This is being brought by um, Creation Entertainment, which will be um, releasing um, full schedule prices and sales dates in the upcoming months. So again, if you are near the Las Vegas area or willing to travel to the Las Vegas area for such Game of Thrones con, uh, just look up Creation Entertainment and follow them and You'll get all the information on
3: that. It's nice to hear some Game of Thrones news because it seems like ever since the series ended, everybody is just kind of forgotten. Yeah.
2: Well, other than that, it. there was actually um, this month they also there was an announcement of a new Game of Thrones um, fast-paced card game that mm-hmm. was coming out uh, and really everything like that. Uh, as well as addition of another type of, of, of game. I didn't really get to look up into that one, but this was the big news in terms of I mean, Game just, of Thrones. Just generally
3: part. speaking, even as yeah. so far as like for example, like Funko, like every Funko puts out everything in their mother that you can possibly imagine. Every month there's yeah. a new Harry Potter fucking pop. But like <laughs> just <laughs> you know, as far as Game of Thrones, you know, there's still so many characters that, that they, they haven't they done and everything yet. Yeah, still- just, just generally, just overall feels like it's one of those shows right now that it's over, literally everyone just closed the door on it. It's weird considering how big of a thing it was.
1: So Everybody's blaming of- George
3: R. R. Martin for holding on these goddamn books right now. You
1: know, well, a lot of fans like me, after it was over, we just expected within at least a year, the prequels will start coming out or yeah. some type of a, a one-shot or a, a, a retrospective or something. Or even we they're announcing so many video games, Game of Thrones will make a great video game, you know, Uh, on some type of platform. They had a couple,
2: and they weren't that great. Telltale had the most decent, but Uh Telltale's gameplay um, engines are not the greatest.
3: Not only that, but uh, when it came to the Telltale one, Telltale was all about, you know, Uh decision-based gaming, and... Turns out your real decisions never really made much of a yeah, difference. Yeah, that was they really yeah. Didn't didn't make a difference He play. would play it one way and I'd play it the opposite way and we'd both get the same. The same results.
1: results. Gotcha. And okay.
3: They had a they did have in like a I think one, I want I want to say RPG game that had mm-hmm. really nothing to do with the show. It was like a complete side story with little tidbits here and there. But even that was kinda like
2: if the play wasn't great and it was kind of boring, it was wasn't They jumped the yeah.
3: shark when it came to that. Yeah, game.
2: they really jumped a shark with it. Yeah. Gotcha. So But, again, Game of Thrones fans, again, if you're in that Vegas area plan to be around the Vegas area, wouldn't mind going to Vegas area, that one's for you in February. All Mm -hmm. right. Now, um, in trailer news, uh, we got the teaser. We got a semi-trailer. Today, we got the Red Band trailer for the new Injustice animated uh, film coming out based after the video game series and comic book. Uh, It's looking like it's going to be pretty good if anybody's played the video game and knows the storyline behind it and everything like that.
3: Or read the comic Or read the comic
2: adaptations. But it's looking pretty good and as we know as we've said in this show multiple times, you know, DC is hitting mips with their live action films but their animated mm-hmm. films are usually pretty on the mark and this is looking to be another one without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Alright. In toy news uh, which was released early this month, uh, Playmates released uh an amazing mashup set that took the internet by storm and good luck finding them now because obviously they sold out really quick it was the first ever teenage mutant ninja turtles and cobra kai action figure mashup set yes it was what? one character with turtles with one character facing in the box it shows them facing off. they're gonna fight with one character uh, from Cobra Kai, uh, you had Leonardo versus Miguel, <laughs> you had Michelangelo versus Danielson, what? Donatello versus Johnny Lawrence, and Raphael versus John Crease. Again, hey, no hawk, win. huh? No hawk? No hawk? No. Uh. Hawk. But uh, I, you could have done Hawk versus Casey Jones. That yeah. would have been amazing.
1: I would have oh, liked Casey that.
2: Jones, that would have been a good yeah. one. Uh,
3: I forgot who they, Miyagi versus Shredder. Miyagi Ooh. versus oh, Shredder. Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, there you that go. Would have been a
2: good one, right? Yes. And everything like that. But again, it's all based after of the Cobra Kai series. Of course, again, if you look for them now, they are completely sold out. So again, good luck on eBay and <laughs> Mercari. Good luck. But uh, if you haven't seen them yet, at least go check them out. Awesome, awesome packaging. Awesome duo figures and everything like that. Really, mm.
0: really cool. Sorry. <laughs> and they now cost one thousand dollars. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> and that still doesn't match the WTF that I have coming up later on. Either. So Either. All right. Moving on. Netflix has got its first ever interactive movie coming to its library very, very soon. An interactive kind of horror movie. It's actually called Escape the Undertaker. And of course, it does in fact features the Undertaker and the New Day. Uh, Hmm. Premises like the New Day um, basically goes to the Undertaker's house looking to get him to to join up with them to enhance the power of positivity and everything like that. The Undertaker <laughs> makes them go through their whole mansion and like that. It's supposed and it actually I, I saw the trailer. It looks kind of fun. Me and the kids we know we're gonna watch it like that. And it actually is interactive. You actually select the oh, decision. Oh, okay.
3: you it's a
2: pick thing. your own adventure. You know, very much very similar. You know, to the stuff that we grew up with. You know, picking the old adventure and you know maybe you choose a little bit. You went, oh no no gonna no. Go to choose the other. But yes, you actually pick and choose how you want to watch the movie and everything like that so you answer what what you believe and that. It, looked, it looked like a lot of fun it definitely looked like a lot of fun so yes that is coming to netflix very very soon escape the undertaker Wish I go, you, have it right? I, I you have thoughts i can see you have questions okay
3: okay so they go to the undertaker's house like do they go to like to the undertaker's house or like the the, the undertaker's House, because what kind of house would the Undertaker have? It would the be like Undertaker. It should be, like, it it be like, house. no. But that's what I mean. Like do they go? Oh, we're gonna go to the Undertaker's house. Da-da-da-da. Or do they go like to the character, the Undertaker's house? They it go to- should technically be like a crypt. Like what are we talking about here? Well, no,
2: the, the house looked kind of like almost like a haunted mansion. It has different rooms, different sections. Undertaker
3: wouldn't live in that.
2: I don't. I, well, there was one part, um, and everything like that. Like they actually walk into like, uh, like a morgue and like that. And Xavier Woods, this is like, or or Kofi are like, why does he have a morgue in his house? And Biggie looks at him and goes, "He's the Undertaker. He's an Undertaker." Yeah. yeah so. But yeah, it's, it's going to be cheesy. It's going to be campy. It looks like a lot of fun. There are moments of action. There's moments of suspense and like that. And again, you, you play the movie out how you want to play it. So there'll be multiple ways, I guess, you can watch it and, and, and just, I guess, go through it a couple of times just so you can see every single scene.
1: It's interactive. On Netflix's
2: you know, first interactive movie.
1: It's interactive, which means if, so if I turn it off from here, I won't have to watch it, right? That's yeah, how yes. interactive it is.
2: That's how interactive it is, yes.
1: <laughs> exactly what I wish I I I plan on escaping the Undertaker.
2: Yeah, well so. it was there was even like one part like you know, like Big E's, like trapped. He's got the um like like kind of like Fear Factory he's got like a like a cube around his head with a bunch of tarantulas in there and it's real tarantulas, it's like very it's very fear. Like he's got real tarantulas in there and now. He's he's like this, and it's like, you know, the Undertaker's trying to get Big E to join him, so he's like, you know, join with me, and then you have the choice. You either join him or you stay with the power of positivity and everything like that. It sounds like
3: a Scooby Doo. It right? definitely has
2: a Scooby Doo feel to it, and yeah, everything like little that, little you know. Scooby-Doo. So it's and, and they already did the crossover. They already did the crossover. So why I, not? I love okay. Craig.
3: Just, I, I love.
2: Go for it, Craig. Let, let, let's no. hear what you.
3: Let's hear what you're
2: thinking. We want to hear this.
1: This is, no. The, it this is obviously not for me. If your kids enjoyed it, then that's the target audience, and that's who it should be for um i just think the whole thing is is stupid but it's a new day so stupid comes with anything that they're associated with uh and the the undertaker but uh kudos to him for agreeing to go along with this happy horseshit as birthday boy Ole anderson would call it um but again it's not for me i'm not the target audience so it doesn't matter what i think about it so i'm gonna be over here rolling my eyes in peace (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, I will say this much, though. I mean, yeah, because it's, it's the first interactive movie that Netflix is doing, so mm-hmm. definitely, like, you know, this is almost like a test run to see how well it works. And I don't doubt like this will open up like other potential things to work this way and everything like that. And it definitely makes uh, for an interesting movie watching experience.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you know, then once you know, once you start getting like a higher quality film for, you know, say, you know, like a, like a murder mystery or something like that. You know, you have all sorts of different things you can do with
3: this. We already have those. They're called video games. <laughs> Touche. What
2: do you think, Dan? You've been awfully quiet.
0: Well, I've been quiet because as soon as I hit live, the dog decided to be- misbehave. <laughs> And I've been getting up and on, on, up and down to tell him no instead of yelling no into the microphone because my dog is an asshole. You hear that, Roscoe? No, he's looking his penis. He doesn't hear me. Um, I was doing the same thing. You <laughs> me too before the show. Um, no, I think it's a great idea. For I, I like the idea. I won't be doing it, uh, but <laughs> I think it's a cool idea. To I, I don't know why. Um, it kind of occurred to me when it came out that during COVID and all these other streaming services that we have, that that wasn't a thing <laughs> it was getting produced. Like, how are we just getting interactive movies like that that we can actually point and click on now, and not you know in the last two years is kind of baffling to me. Uh, so I thought I think the idea is cool, more so because uh, I won't play this. But uh, what else will come after that?
2: Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm thinking
0: of a, I'm making of a movie like Clue.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's literally which, what I was thinking.
0: Which uh, I watched it again a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I say movie. again, like you know, the kids you know, love that
2: movie, especially Tim Curry. Just do, when he's recapping everything yeah, at the end, yeah, that's literally their favorite part. is just Tim Curry re- recapping just, everything. It's just,
0: it's just a. It, I was discussing it. It's just a movie that's ahead of its time. The only reason why it was a bomb is because it came out in the time that it didn't, it shouldn't have ex- existed. But you don't get a cast like that until later on in cinema. Like once in a great while in cinema history, do you have a cast like that? But, you know, in, 80, in the in the middle of the cold light of day in 1986, that didn't happen. And now that movie would absolutely hold up against any movie in a box office in its genre in 1986, way too, way too soon. So yeah. I'm saying we got to come up with an interactive and when I say interactive, folks it was a movie that had three different endings and when you went to the movie, you didn't know what ending you were getting. You weren't getting all three. You were getting one of three. So it was either killed him or mm-hmm. killed her or killed everybody. You didn't know and you didn't know until it got released on home video and on, 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 on cable. <laughs> that they edited all three together. And that's what I mean about ahead of its time. This would absolutely fly. And I kind of wish there's an option on the Blu-ray and on the DVD that if you hit shuffle, it'll play one of the endings. Okay. It'll just play the movie with that ending. It will not show the other. So uh, when I heard about this, the first thing I thought about was Clue. Aren't you glad you asked because I've been going on for two minutes. I hope you're satisfied with my answer now. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no. I, I I think it's a great. I, I think it's a great idea. I think I know kids will love it. I know. Yeah. Uh, you know, dogs that misbehave when the when they have when their owners have noise canceling headphones, so they can't hear you eating the trash bag. Yeah. Would love it too.
2: And that's and that's why I I included this one in the news bits because yeah, it's not like the most striking movie we've ever talked about. It was more so like the potential that this has as the first one of its kind. The potential it has. Going, going forward for other possible movies, you know, murder mysteries, thrillers, you know,
3: or even just kids, or
2: even just kids things, you know, different, you know, the because the, you know Netflix has the whole kids things and their educational things and everything like that. Like it makes it a lot more. It makes it you know the more int- more you can interact, and the more you can customize the experience, the more it, it holds personally to you, as they say, and like that. So I, I, you know, it's definitely an interesting launching pad for it. But I, I'm definitely intrigued, like Dan says, to see if they go any further with something like this and like that. So this definitely feels like a, a test vehicle from Netflix to see how well it gets uh, received before they, they go must have
0: put them. this together really quickly. like i don't I didn't even hear it was in development, and then all of a sudden it was like there's a new movie coming out called uh, sorry, I forgot. I, yeah, Escape the Undertaker oh, and and it's coming out next week. I'm like, it
2: was it was definitely something done really really quick Like if you watch it, you know you can tell this was like a, a, a one camera deal, and it was just like pip, 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 and they did this like you know they they definitely you know shot this relatively quick and everything like that. But again, it looks pretty fun. But I I I'm definitely like Dan said, I'm more intrigued to see where this potentially can go afterwards if it if it gets picks up some steam behind it for sure. All right, moving on. This month, we uh, as of September 18th, uh, for those of us in Nerd Dooms, we know it was Batman Day and everything like that. Now, for um for those of us that are privy in generations before us, before the age of television, you know, there was radio programs like they you know, like they did in a Christmas story and everything like that. So HBO Max, it's already uh out and everything like that. On Batman Day released something called batman the audio adventures and everything like that and it it harkens to the old style and everything like that and the screen looks like an old radio but of course it has a batman logo in it and everything like that um and everything and i'm gonna read off just some of the names that were part of this thing so I, and after i wrote these names down like i definitely want to hear this thing because again this is only some of the names that are in this thing um so, again, this released on September 18th on Batman Day, which is basically, again, it's an old-school audio show, you know, like our grandparents and maybe even our parents used to listen to the day before television, and you know, listening to Little Orphan Annie and The Lone Ranger and all that stuff. And, uh, you had Jeffrey Wright as Batman. You had Rosario Dawson as Catwoman. And you had John Leguizamo as the Riddler. Also including voice talents of Chris Parnell... Seth Meyers, Brent Spiner, Keenan Thompson, Brooke Shields, and a whole lot more. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So as I was reading I couldn't even write all the names that they had on this thing. So Amazing. yeah, if you have not listened to it and missed it on Batman Day, go to HBO Max and listen to Batman The Audio
1: Adventure awesome i didn't even know that existed as you know i celebrated batman day each and every day outside of september 18th. exactly and um you know i uh that was a that's always a big day in his household but i had no idea that even existed and jeffrey wright who i'm absolutely loving as the watcher in uh on marvel's what if new episode out tonight episode seven uh, dropped drop today folks give that up but he's got his feet firmly planted in both camps marvel and dc Uh, he's a watcher in Marvel he's you know in Batman and this plays Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman um, the Batman movie coming out in February of next year absolutely amazing voice talent and I'm definitely going to check that out thank you Dame.
2: oh you're very welcome and I I did this one definitely with you in mind because I knew how you felt about Batman and how you celebrated Batman. I was like, I know crazy to get a kick out of this one. And again, it was like you said, they could have made a bigger deal out of this because again, Mm -hmm. of the retro feel and everything like that. And with the cast that they have, and again, this wasn't even everybody that was listed. This was like Mm -hmm. half the list. This was like half the list of names that they had on this thing. Um, And I'm like, how did you guys like not super (laughs) bombard this? Because also, being it's an audio thing, you know, you could have put it on Spotify, you could have put yeah. it on anything, mm-hmm. you know, and everything like that. I mean, great you can have HBO Max as easily on your phone, but the point is, they, this is definitely something they could have, like, really, like, just blew up all over the place and everything like that. And I, I, I really myself, cool. am definitely looking forward to listening to it.
3: Cool. Anybody else as intrigued as I am as with the whole John Leguizamo Riddler thing? Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. But- Absolutely. I'm intrigued. Yes, I would like to subscribe Intriguing. to that newsletter.
1: <laughs> well, I told yeah. you. I thought. Look, I thought John Leguizamo should have been Gomez on the uh, the Adam. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Even, but I'm even in the animated one,
3: yeah. And we were just watching Adam's Family Values the other day,
1: mm-hmm. and
3: that was the first thing that I thought of. I'm like, yeah, I could have seen it. I could have totally seen it.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, around that oh, time yeah you see what's next um <laughs> for our for you know even though i'm a little older and everything like that for our generation and, and her generation like that the days of nickelodeon where of nickelodeon television was a big deal in the 90s and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um we were privy to the most amazing Smiling, tear-jerking video that literally took over the world, that had every morning talk show, late night talk show, talking and everything like that, which was basically Steve, the original host of Blue Clues, coming out and, and just kind of like chit-chatting. chit-chatting and saying hello with everybody on what I believe is the, was the 25th anniversary of Blue Clues. And to say he had social media and the world in tears would be an understatement. Uh, it was one of the most heartwarming things. Again, it, it, it went completely viral. And again, he made appearances all over the place. Uh, they talked about it on every daytime talk show, late night talk show. That. It was generally the most absolute, most genuine thing. And that made you feel good. And anyway, he like, you know, whatever you're doing, keep
0: doing it. You look good. You know, I <laughs> never watched his. I never watched his show, so I advise Steve to mind his own goddamn business.
3: <laughs> well, I, was, I was already in my twenties when Blue's Clues came out,
0: and I you would, didn't care. I,
3: no, I would watch it because when I would babysit my cousin's daughter, and oh, it was just so cute.
2: She used to talk to me as Blue every now and again. I
3: could talk like Blue.
1: Oh. 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 <laughs> I never saw one single episode of Blue's Clues. I had no idea who Steve was, period. Um, but And I only knew because it was the only thing on social media. And like you said, the only thing that morning radio show, late night talk shows were, were talking about. It was my nephew's favorite show. Yeah, Because you were in your 20s. I was in my 30s when Blue's Clues was on. And when my nephew was born in '96, that's all he watched. And when I was helping him with his um, first grade um, show and tell, or what they had to talk about, what they liked and what they didn't like, favorite food, maybe he put *Blues Clues* every time. You know, when he had to ask, "What was his favorite show?" was *Blues Clues*. And, but again, don't I can't say anything negative because I've again never saw the show one time, but. He made a big enough impression on the entire world that when Steve talks for the first time in I don't know how many years, it made a dent. So mm-hmm. you cannot discount the social impact that a guy like Steve had. And even though I've never seen Steve before, I had no idea who he was or what show he was talking about, the affirmation felt so good because I had – Right? It was like just so, it felt so good. So good. Yes. Mind the zone And, and
0: – and-
2: <laughs> and I have a funny side story for me, which I had mentioned. I had actually kind of met Steve while wrestling training at Gleason's gym. He actually used to come in and train. Tell and me he, he wasn't boxing. training. Tell me he
0: wasn't training to be a gutter. He, tra- he, he would do boxing training. He would actually okay. come in wow. and do boxing training. say, note- if he was going to be a wrestler, that figures. A quick note, Steve's got a tattoo oh <gasps> huh? you mean he's got he's got human tendencies he, he's
2: he's got he's got a shoulder tattoo
1: it's a, what a, Is a, it? a a blue sleuth of the dog It's a
0: heroin needle and a naked chick <laughs> it's the blue paw the blue paw is bird. it really <laughs> is it really that's cute. cute it's not cute. the blue paw but no but, he actually cute. Does.
2: but no it was actually really, like it was wild when I was doing restaurant and I dipped out of the rain and I look at us he was, yeah, was Steve from Blue's Clues, training at Lisa's boxing
0: gym. I only knew of Blue's Clues because I had, um, you know, two little sisters, but uh, Kevin Smith, because he had a baby around the same time my sisters, my youngest sister was born. So she kind of grew up, like, he became a father and grew up being a father as my sisters were growing up. So sometimes, like when he do Q and As or the one man shows, the stuff that he was watching with his kid would permeate into the show. So I knew about Dora the Explorer and Swiper, no swiping. I get that reference because of Kevin and Blue. <laughs> I got what Blue's Clues was because of Kevin. He actually throws in a Blue's Clues <laughs> reference. This is how much of a Kevin Smith guy I am. In the movie Catch and Release, yeah. Um. He throws in an impression of Blue as he goes to answer the phone in one of the scenes. He goes, bur, 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 "Hello." <laughs> he just throws it in there. So I knew who Clu, uh, Blue was because of because of Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. So yeah, when he came back, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Now mind your own damn business, i <laughs> I'm going to say it three times to you. He no, said I thought. Good. He no, said I he don't look it. good. I put on a hundred pounds. You son of a lion, son of a bitch. Since the last time we were on TV, <laughs> you liar! Don't lie to me. Don't pander to me, Steve. You, you, you. How are we doing? Not great. Not so good. Not, Not so, so good. Bad. Not great.
3: Well, since you asked, you know, you call. Since I, you, and- yeah, since you asked,
0: Steve, have a seat. We have to have a fucking talk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're not wrong.
0: you're not wrong. I have some psychological issues I need to get off my chest, Steve. Where's the dog? <laughs> He's with the other new host now. I also learned that blue was a girl. I didn't know that. Yes.
1: Blue was a girl. There was
3: blue and magenta, and yeah. there was salt and pepper with their baby paprika. Um Yes. They Who had puts paprika
1: baby.
0: on cottage cheese, by the way. Stop it.
3: Yeah.
0: Sorry. Speaking of psychological
3: issues, why would you
0: do that? forkins, but now she's gonna spot
1: off all the characters.
3: Salt and pepper had another baby. I forgot what I forgot. Who was? Chili. No.
1: Cinderella. (laughs) Nice. Not. Not. No more. Nice. Not. No more. Now she's
2: gonna look it up. She got. She gotta look it up.
0: Dead air. Dead air. Oh my god.
2: Anyway. (laughs) While she looks that up, we're gonna move on to the next news tidbit. Okay, we've now um every now and again, you know, obviously we delve into the world of wrestling because it is pop culture and everything. What? Yeah. I
3: know.
2: Huh? Uh, and what?
3: Wow. Salt and Pepper have been having a lot of babies.
2: There's more than two yeah, now. Yeah. They had, hello. They
3: had their daughter named Paprika, and then they had a baby boy named Cinnamon, which is really weird. And then they had a, another baby named Ginger.
2: So there's paprika, cinnamon, and ginger.
3: All their kids' names as like strippers. Um,
1: so we know he's very fertile.
3: Pepper is very fertile. Right? Yes. Hot stuff.
1: Fertile anyway. pepper. Yes.
2: All right. So we've made mention uh, a couple times about you know um, the unfortunate toxicity of the wrestling community, The world, uh, and the world. But of course, the wrestling community as a whole. Now, someone actually stepped forward which was very surprising, not because um, of who he is or anything like that, but more so surprising because this is actually from someone I think really should have been the person to come out with it. Kenny Omega himself has called out the uh, professional wrestling community as being way too toxic. Mm -hmm. And though he works for, you know, AEW, he's like, look, he goes, I wish no company out of business, He goes, I have friends that work in New Japan. I have friends that work in NXT. I have friends that work in WWE. And I wish every single one of them success. So he's like, there's no reason why fans should be attacking and fighting each other so adamantly about who and what they love and support. He goes, if you love WWE, great. Obviously, that's where I'm at. But he's like, you know, you should. He's like, now should be a great time in wrestling because we have so many options. And this is a good thing for business, which we've mentioned in this uh, multiple times that it's good for business. So again, I, I have never been the biggest fan of Kenny Omega in terms of work and all that, but I I definitely tip my hat and completely respect him as someone who's stepped forward to say something. Cause you know, a couple people have said something, but to hear it from you know the 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 one of the flag bearers that you would as you would call it or whatever from AEW
3: mm-hmm.
1: and everything
2: like that, I think is huge. And, and kudos for to Kenny Omega for for stepping up and actually saying something at length about this and everything. I think it, it's it comes from someplace that needs to be heard, without a doubt. and Def-
1: I I didn't know he said that, um, but yeah. that was very. Um yeah, it uh, took a lot for him to say that because Kenny Omega uh, is a uh, is a polarizing figure in professional wrestling. He's got – obviously, he's got his fans, but he's got just as many detractors and people that wouldn't give a crap what he says. Uh, mm-hmm. But him, him saying that was something that um, I did not expect from him. I, I would expect that from someone uh, not of his stature to say, and um, it was refreshing to hear that.
0: He's only a polarizing figure because a bitter old man is is mad at him about his style. No, I, why? I,
1: why else is he polarizing?
0: No, I. Uh,
1: I, 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 be, I just and because of that, what that not because of what the old man. I heard that about Kenny Omega before I heard the old man's opinion, and I because just, I, I, I had a similar one towards him. I didn't, I didn't get what the. What what the attraction was, and like I I get who he is. I I had his match with um, Willie Ospreay from New Japan on my DVR for almost a year because uh, that was considered the match of the year, or match of the decade, or match of the whatever. Um, I've since deleted it uh, just for room, not because it wasn't a, a great match, but I um <laughs> I but I uh, but at the most part, I don't get the the whole Kenny Omega hype of uh, yeah. why he's well that's 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 different. That,
0: that's just well, I a, but that's, that's I different a
1: than, you know. well, I also have a problem with the way he's been booking AEW. Um, well that's the a whole other the women that's women a whole women other women discussion. Women. That's where the I, we, I, I well, you know,
2: and at least he's not trying to, to force feed himself down as trying to be an A list celebrity. I,
1: I agree. you know, I uh, uh,
0: uh, Tony Tony Omega was, as a booker you, you and I, Craig, agree 100% uh, on that because you and I have discussed how uh, bright AEW seems to be in the face of being different and and cutting edge, and we're going to be different. I'm like, wow, well, sounds about white, Cody, yeah. uh, Young Bucks, uh, Kenny. Um, yeah. as, a, as a wrestler, uh, see, but the difference between what Kenny's talking about and what you're talking about is, Craig, you... Are and an, uh, analytically, mm-hmm. you have pointed out um, eloquently the things you don't like about Kenny Omega. Yeah. On the other side, and, and Damien mm-hmm. as well, just now, just you know, I just don't don't like it. and I'm like, eh, fair enough, cool, I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. On the other side of it is yeah. Twitter, <laughs> right? Which is what he's talking about, and, and if you recall. Xavier Woods, uh, who got me my first ban on Facebook, <laughs> mm-hmm. Xavier Woods said something kind of similar uh, a couple years ago where he was kind of indicating, like, people have a little, like, you ratchet that back a bit, folks. Yeah. yeah. And you, know, you got a bunch of un- angry white dudes saying that wouldn't have a job. If it wasn't for us. And uh, I just simply pointed out to the crackers that if he had he has a PhD, he doesn't need you. And I got banned, but they weren't. But that's another story for another time. Mark Zuckerberg. Um, so, yes, yeah, so as a Booker is the Booker thing. I uh, completely agree with. Him. They all three of them more so. Cody and the Young Bucks need to answer for some of the things they're doing. I don't mean answer like we're going to take them down. And I'm like, come on, guys. But as a Cody wrestler, Cody he's just not your
2: cup co- show coming out now too.
0: So. Who? Yeah, Cody, Cody. Cody. Yeah. Rode was Dusty the, the other night? Was Dusty the only decent person in this family? Apparently.
2: I told her. I said, "What it seems like is Cody's trying to force himself to being this A-list celebrity." 'Cause he, he co hosts um like one of those like talent shows on T B S or like, like oh,
0: the, the, the button yeah, show the, or whatever the, that is no, that, that's the why Rosario Dawson was on this
2: past week and everything like that. And yeah. now which,
0: which I pop for because it's Rosario Dawson, first of all. And, yeah.
2: and, and and now, you know, now he's got this reality show series which that's very
3: Ms and Misses. Very,
2: very, very, very Miz and Misses. Yeah. Very Miz and Missus yeah. and everything like that. So
3: And it's like uh, uh, as just a normal person that's just sitting here, like
0: the Miz has been doing this. The Miz was working on his thing back in 1999. Like, nobody questioned Craig, has he? And Craig questions everything because he's an old wrestling man. Uh, and I mean that with you know how I mean that love, respect. I, you, I, you know what I mean. But even Craig didn't question why The Miz had a reality show because that's where he came from. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, I think we agree. I think all of us agree that The Miz is good. It is a very good wrestler.
2: Well, he's going to be doing uh, Dancing with the Stars now. Well, he already he did, did it. it. He started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But we could argue, we would argue, I don't think we would argue about his wrestling skills. He's fantastic yeah. a wrestler. He mm-hmm. literally, was- He literally said he was going to be a wrestler and did it. And he yeah. ate, ate, ate crap for it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, was bullied for it because wrestling's cool and you need to haze people. It's another discussion for another time, Damien. And <laughs> and he's done it. And now he also does what he started, which is the reality show. And what I've seen of it is very entertaining. Why is Cody doing a reality show? Why is that wrestling company not doing better after opening your fucking mouths about doing better? Can someone explain it to me? Sorry. Because, he, again, he's, because he's trying to position himself for life beyond
2: wrestling and be this bigger thing you're and, not you're not and, your father and like, dude
1: no well, and on well, top well. of
2: that it's like dude you don't have is he in ring talented without a doubt sure Without a doubt. no question absolutely i will never yeah. no question cody like is great in a ring it's like
3: he's just trying to prove something but what
2: if if we wanted to do the comparison of him and the Miz, not you, you Foxy, yeah, uh, charisma-wise, outside of wrestling, there's no comparison. The Miz has is is much got a much more charismatic personality, which oh, is wild. Miles. Yeah, his 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 movies aren't great, but you'll kind of watch because again, he's not bad, <laughs> and he he's, is funny. He's not the problem. Yeah, and you know, he he's he is chari- charismatic and he's got a good personality and everything like that. Yeah? You
0: guys, I see something happened, went behind you and I look behind me. <laughs> so, I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> Go ahead,
1: Craig. The, one of the problems with AEW that I've had and a lot of fans had because everyone in AEW seems to have their own agenda. Uh, the Young Bucks want to keep. Themselves on TV all the time and keep legitimate great tag teams like FTR off TV as much as possible because they don't want anyone thinking that anyone is better than them. Kenny Omega has his own agenda because he wants to push all he wants to book the women's division and have all his his Japanese buddies, uh, these five foot nothing ninety pound Japanese girls, go over legitimate heavyweights like Nyla Nyla Rose and you know keep all of his friends uh, on top. Cody has been wanting to be his own superstar since he was dashing Cody Rhodes, uh, since whatever informal poll that happened when he was in the WWE to call him the, the best-looking guy on the roster or whatever. He's taken that and ran with it. I'm not saying he's got a big ego, but part of the reason of him starting AEW or going, signing a contract with – he didn't just sign to wrestle for TNT. He signed for, obviously, other things, hosting the, uh, the Go Big show and uh, movie projects, or he's a consultant on uh, Heels with his buddy Stephen Mel. You know they did their program in WrestleMania a couple years back. Uh, he's been on Arrow uh, three or four times, so this is obviously something he's wanted to do for quite a while. And now using his new document is a uh, reality show, Roads to the Top, where you see him interacting. He's supposed to be a face, and either way, he's even booked himself he gets beat and then he goes away and then he comes back triumphantly and then he goes away. Uh, And he comes like every time he comes back, it's supposed to be this huge deal. Oh my God, Cody's coming back. But we've already seen that. We did it with with Wardlow. Then he did it with uh, Brody Lee, RIP. And now he's doing it with um, uh, Malachi Black. uh, Yeah. But you look at his his, uh, reality show, He's supposed to be a face, but you see him interacting with heels and, you know, with all the other guys in the roster, and that just completely takes away any pretense of you, you want to be taken seriously as a wrestling company when we now know it's all a damn show. And this latest, another wrestling star with a reality show. So you're going to get compared to the Miz whether you wanted to or not. But this, is what I'm, this was Cody's agenda from the beginning was my point yeah. to all of this. He he wanted to be a not a superstar, a movie star, from the get go, and that's what precipitated his leave, his going to uh, leaving a uh, WWE and starting AEW. Go ahead, Dan. I like Cody very much. I do too.
0: Um, Some of the things he separating it from some of the things he has to say about current events, I'm like, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." but. I like I Cody when he was dashing. I like Cody with the bag on his head. I loved Stardust. I like Cody. Mm-hmm. With that being said, you are not your father. No, you, but, and, and let me just add on, just so you don't think I'm picking on Cody nobody on any of these rosters are close to Dusty Rhodes. As far as charisma and just being dusty fucking Rhodes. Yeah. Neither of the Rhodes kids. And I like Dustin. Again, some social commentary aside, not discussing that. Whole up podcast, as Craig would say. That's copyright <laughs> Craig lagan HNP. <laughs> yes. But never had a problem with gold dust. Like gold dust. Like better. I liked it. I uh, Dustin Rose is kind of meh, but. I, I liked what they did. I liked Dustin. I was on board for seven, even though it was years later, it's creepy that the kid was in the window. <laughs> I liked better. He liked it again when he came back. Black Rain, I liked. You are not Dusty. You're not even... And we... And the joke is Dusty finish. Dusty booking is a joke, but you still can't book a 10th that Dusty Rhodes could book. You just can't. And I and I'm one of these guys uh, that let like Kenny Omega said, I love as much wrestling as possible. I don't really care who it is. Um, I, spent well, month- <laughs> I spent the last couple months. I spent the last couple months trying to get rid of way- uh, trying to get away from the, well, that person beat his wife and that person is a sex assaulter. So I'm not going to enjoy anything else on the shows. I'm <laughs> trying to get, a- I've been doing a good job trying to get away from that. But Kenny's right. Like, We've seen this happen before in the Monday Night Wars that when one goes down, it's not good for the other when they go away. That is why we are in the place that we're at in the first place. We want these shows to be on because it gives us something different on every other show, whether it's three hours, two hours or one. MLW is still hovering around in there. Ring of Honor finally doing shows again and, and all that stuff. I don't understand if you can claim to be a wrestling fan, how you could shit on what they're different. They're not comparable. That's the thing. The WWE is a whole other juggernaut 50, 60 years later. It isn't a wrestling show anymore. Everybody, but you acknowledges that Twitter <laughs> like like you mock them you know, again for
2: you know, their, know, entertainment.
0: their entertainment now, but they've they've gone out of their way to say they're entertainment. And AEW's the are, again
2: the competition is good. It makes them work harder. It makes everybody
0: work harder to be at the top of their game. And let's not and let's not forget, just throw this out here, AEW is only two years old. Why just put put uh, tighten the bell a little bit, have a seat. Just chill the hell out a little bit, because we again we've all seen this before. Whether Vince sells or not is is a changes the game, but right now if you piss Vince off, history. I don't I don't know what to tell you, and I just yeah. just do your own. I've learned. I'm gonna take this personal, and I'm gonna spin it back to you guys. I have learned through this last year and a half, these 18 months of COVID, where everybody had a lot of nothing to do, that it is better to worry about yourself than to worry about who or what might have something to say about you. It does not matter. Do your own thing and the rest will come. We started Nerd Herders Rebooted back and the feedback I got from the other side, Foxy knows exactly what I'm talking about. About, hey, can I? No. No, no. We're doing our own thing. It'll all come to you. Just enjoy. Watch whatever you want. You watch all of them. But this 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 the the the, the arguments and the threatening and the hate and the, the violence that happens by fans over the internet. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: Enough's enough,
0: guys. Oh my God! It's 2021. Please evolve. Me too. I've to, I, I've, to, I've I've. I've pulled. I've been pulling back slowly and slowly. I comment here and there on the HIC account. Put it out there. Turn off notifications and walk away. I. I I'm not here to debate anything with you anymore. I'm, I'm retired on that. I have a. Uh, you know. I've got other things to do. <laughs>
2: All right, well, moving on, uh, keeping with our last wrestling tidbit here, and this one was actually rather controversial. I know Miss Foxy Fox here is going to be chiming in on this one and everything like that. So um, we were privy to the 9:10 airing of SmackDown from Madison Square Garden airing like that. And it was another SmackDown where the women's matches were pushed to the wayside to give more time to Edge and Seth Rollins because, you know, they needed more time and anything like that. Um, slated to wrestle that night, which, you know, in the New York area was a big deal because, again, the date was 9-10, day before 9-11, big deal in New York. Very, very big deal in New York, especially, you know, I was a New Yorker myself during that time and everything. Zelina Vega was slated to wrestle that night. Uh, And for those of you that are not privy, Zelina Vega is a New Yorker, but Zelina Vega's father, who was a big wrestling fan, big part and the part of why she got into wrestling and everything like that, had unfortunately passed on on 9-11 during the tragedies and everything like that. She was raring to go and again, only to have her match pulled to give time to um, Edge and Seth Rollins. And I know Miss Foxy had her thoughts and everything like this, so uh, why don't you take it away on this one?
3: Uh, Dan and I actually discussed this in brief uh, before our last episode of Manic Mixtape had went on the air too. Um, It 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 just obviously not this past week because of the uproar, but you know there's not a hashtag women's wrestling matters for no reason there's not a hashtag give smackdown women a chance for no reason specifically smackdown um not sure if it's because it's a shorter show or whatever but you know as of late a lot of their matches have been bumped off the card uh reduced down to backstage segments if that's to points where you really don't even remember who's what females are on roster like for example we would you know
2: Tony I, Storm was supposed to be a big debuting deal. I forgot
3: Shakti and Tegan were a thing. Yeah. But, um, again, it I don't know if it's for time, in which case that's bullshit because the nine ten SmackDown literally only had three matches in a two-hour show. Cut your promos down, guys. But, um, again, it, it's just falling. Women's wrestling is hot. And not because it's women, it's because they're wrestlers, and they're good wrestlers, okay? And it just, I can't even say it feels. It is, in many companies, with the exception of the indies and Ring of Honor, falling back to the divas' time, where the women will get a three- to five-minute time slot, if that, because a women's match is, quote-unquote, expendable from a show, you know, and when I mean this, I mean WWE. Yes, I mean AEW.
0: AEW well, too.
3: That's I, I just said. Yeah, it, it, and again, I was
0: agreeing with you. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, and again, um, one of the some of the feedback I had seen on Twitter that day is, you know, mm-hmm. stop being, you know, wrestling. it's not so political because you know, watching wanting a women's match on a wrestling show is totally a feminist political agenda when it's really no. I just want to see wrestlers wrestle and, and get the there's, an there's
2: a lot of good female wrestlers.
3: Yes. And, and again, women's wrestling is finally getting its due. It's getting its respect. You know, it's been around a lot longer than people think. And to not strike while that iron is hot because you don't have all the fucking four horsewomen around is really disenchanting. You know, as a fan, as a former wrestler manager and inspiring girls and, you know, those who identify as females that want to do this. It's really disenchanting to watch a wrestling show or even a sports entertainment show. And then all you get is a backstage promo. And it's like.
2: Yeah. And those
3: then- are all they're all superstars. Why aren't your superstars on the show?
2: Yeah, and then it was also, again, in the case of Selena Vega, it was very, very shameful. Again, not that the company owes anybody anything, you know. It's public not, knowledge what happened. It's public knowledge and everything like that. They owed her this. You could have, you knew, if she would have came out, you regardless of being a heel, you knew she was going to have a tremendous reaction in the hometown. And people know her story. It's not a secret story. They know her story. Give the girl her moment. And then, not only that, then the next day, she was actually one of the people there
3: that read the name.
2: That read the the name. Because her father was one of them.
3: Yes.
0: Let's just a little icing on this shit cake that is Selena Vega getting cut from MSG. This is after you fired her and then rehired her and then her husband left. Like, I, why, why don't you just kick her physically out the door? Like, I don't understand what... She hasn't gone over in one match. I, I match. don't... I don't... There. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it.
1: Uh, what happened with uh, Zelina Vega? Well, from the time she's been on NXT, uh, but in uh, general, but what happened on nine ten in specifically was complete and, and utter bullshit, uh, especially yes. because so many people knew who she was, knows her story, knows this was her, her hometown. And the WWE is so good about 9-11 and don't forget, never forget, and, and let's give this huge, huge promo, you know, beginning of the show and it's all sweeping, all the pictures of New York and all that. You couldn't spare 30 seconds. I'm not saying, it, Fox, to Fox's point, how women's matches get cut specifically on SmackDown more than on any other show. But you couldn't spare 30 seconds, even for just to bring Zelina out to address the crowd, uh, or just to say something, even if if that was too much, a backstage talk. Here's Zelina Vega, whose father lost his life on 9-11. How they've always treated her, I've always had a problem with, just from the beginning with NXT, Uh, again, as a whole. Another podcast for the way they're stupid fucking names that they give these guys because <laughs> they know they're going to leave so they can't use that name anywhere else. Because, and Zelina, her name is Thea Trinidad. That's a great fucking name. Why do you have to change it in the first place? Because it's Hispanic. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't feel, but what, they, what was done to Zelina Vega, Thea Trinidad on I 10 was absolutely disgraceful and complete and, and utter bullshit. and like you everyone has said exactly what I've already said. you make you went out of your way to bring her back after making such a, her husband left. you had nothing for her, her other main, Andrade left. so you you pay her to have her come back and then you do this to her in her hometown the day after the day before the 20th anniversary of her losing her father.
0: I just, I just want to add on to this. We, and this is a great. Uh, what Foxy Foxy bringing this up is a great add on to the conversation we had prior to the internet wrestling community. Is you're not helping your reputation when you do shit like this in public. You're just not. There's no. De- you can't. There's no defending them. Like there's nobody who's a WWE apologist going. Well, what actually happened was there's not not, not one of them. Not one of them. Well, except for that. One guy that he's... written. Remember remember, I said about pulling back on social media? I couldn't find his tweet, and I would have broken that rule on that motherfucker. I couldn't find the tweet. So, if you can find it, you let me know, because I'll still do it. But...
3: The the whole thing, though, just, you know, Zelina Vega aside, it's also it's like, y'all are just paving the road for them to go elsewhere, because the women that were bumped off of that match, again, it was Zelina Vega... Carmella, Liv Morgan, and Tony Storm. Right. Carmella has literally done everything they have given her, and done it with a fucking smile. She did everything with, you know, Enzo and Cass moving on, and then doing the whole thing with Ron Killings, and then moving on to do her own thing, which was do- which was doing phenomenally well until they threw the Emelina gimmick on her, and she's still doing it. Liv Morgan has trained her ass off since getting into NXT, getting better, you know, again, taking what they gave her with the storyline with Lana and Lashley down to what do you guys want from me and changing who she was so that she could still work. And it's like, these are loyal women. These are women that wants to work and are doing anything to keep their position in the company Meanwhile, you know, again, if you're not one of the four horse women, or if you're not a quote-unquote legacy wrestler.
0: Your name's not Flair.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, you know, the Natty, the Nia Jax, or someone that's friends with someone that could fucking potentially ruin you, like Shannon Baszler's relationship with, you know, Ronda Rousey. It's like, if you don't have some kind of something that's going to bite you in the ass, it doesn't matter. Because, again, these loyal women, I mean... Look at Ruby Riot for example. Ruby yeah, Soho, she was one of those people, loyal, did everything she could, stood out, took what they gave. They fired her, but look at her now. Yeah. Like they're paving this path for these women to go elsewhere. It's just,
0: yeah. It's, yeah. Well, well that's that good it, because it. the only way to get rid of all the white the <laughs> white people on AEW is just to let all the women go to AEW and make that the women's show. See what I did there? Hey.
3: hey. Naomi literally trends every Friday night and has been for months on end. People want Nate wanted Naomi back. They want her in the ring. They want her with a title. They wanted her in the hurt business that didn't work. They want her with the family people clamoring for Naomi weekly. She trends every Friday night and she's gotten backstage promos. It's like, was she
2: burned Sonia DeVille last week. Oh, did she burn her. <laughs> if it
3: wasn't for, for marriage, I'm pretty sure she would leave too. But to stay is easier on the marriage. Yeah. Because yeah. you get to travel, same schedule, etc. So like, yeah.
0: yeah. Look at all the dopey shit they made Natalia do for a couple of years there. Remember when she had a fart gas problem? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's real respect. Now, what a respect on that legacy wrestler there.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. anyway. Anybody else on this tidbit?
1: Are we good? (laughs) Yeah, we're good. I didn't think I'd have a lot to
0: say, but that fired me up. I was like, you know, (laughs) and another thing.
2: (laughs) One more thing. All right, moving on to the other spectrum of things and everything like that. Moving on, and I think Craig LeGonza like this one himself. Um. As we know for a while now, Up and Down, Twisted Metal has been uh, in the works for a television program, and they have just announced their lead actor. Uh, They've just casted Anthony Mackie as the lead character of John Doe for the Twisted Metal television series, which I see Dan is all amped for, Yes! <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Sorry, Greg. You're no, African-American no, thunder. No. You don't... How, how, I was just talking to Kelly about this yet a couple days ago. Before, I think it was the day before they announced what it was for a television series. It was just like Anthony Mackey attached to Twisted Metal. How have we not had any animated series or a movie or anything Twisted Metal? Twisted Metal was all over. The first game I ever played on a PlayStation was Twisted Metal. That game was so huge, they had five eh, see, uh, can uh, okay, sequel. Cool. Hell yeah! How would we not have a Battle Royal game? I would drop Fortnite so fast if they came out with a Battle Royal Twisted Metal game. That is so easy. I just made it for you. Put it out there. Sweet. How can you? How is that not a thing? Anthony Mackey, that's the best thing. I, other than Genesis started a tour there this week, which we'll talk about later. Other than that, that was the best thing I've seen this week is Anthony Mackie and Twisted Metal. I'm so ready for this. Craig, please take it back.
1: Uh, It's good news for Anthony Mackie and uh, fans of uh, Twisted Metal. Back to you, Dave.
0: Oh, I'm so happy. One of my favorite series ever. Just like Ghostbusters, Sony's had it sitting there, and I'm like, how are you? And he's still throwing it up. He finds ways to get him in there. He finds ways to get him in there. I didn't even do that one on purpose. I was just hey. like, Sony owns both. No, I'm so ready for this. I'm so, I'm also so glad because Anthony Mackie, you know,
1: Captain America.
0: Captain America. Yeah, Captain America. Everybody jokes about how, well, he was an eight mile getting beat by Eminem and now he's Captain America. And, but now he's going mean. to be like, yeah, it's, it's a funny meme, but I'm like, you leave Anthony, you believe Anthony Mackie alone. I'm so happy that he's Captain America in twenty twenty-one. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy he's gonna be the face of Twisted Metal. I need more Anthony Mackie. <laughs> From the on your left, the catalyst of the greatest moment in Marvel movie history this thus far. On your left.
1: Mm-hmm. Biggest crap. Biggest spot. and he's a Phillies fan. Got the other and list. he's a
0: Phillies fan. Yeah. Well shit. I didn't
1: know that. Yeah, when he the last time he was on the show. He uh I forgot about it. was. Amber. Amber is. alert, Amber Alert. Don't check your kids, just Amber Alert. This is a different type of Amber Alert sorry.
2: So as we all just heard, Dad is all about Anthony Mackie for Twisted Metal. Alright.
3: Now <laughs>
0: it's Hold on real
2: quick.
0: Yeah, I, I just it. wanna I just wanna point out one of my Favorite people in the world, purple flavor trash is in the in the chat, just knocking down everybody I like going, he's all right. <laughs>
1: Come on, leave <laughs> <don't> <laughs> alone. Right, all right.
3: Uh,
2: as we know, you know, we got Halloween in the horizon, and after Halloween, you know, is that other one that everybody's talking about. Um Ghostbusters well, Funco uh, is debuting their first ever Thanksgiving debut. Day- Parade balloon this year in the form of a baby Yoda. Yes, baby Yoda will be Do-do-do-do. joining the Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. And for those of you that love Funko's and love baby Yoda and everything, do not fret. Funko is actually also releasing a Funko Pop version of their debuting balloon this year in a Thanksgiving Day Parade. So for lovers of baby Yoda, of Do-do-do. lovers of baby, uh, of Funko Pops and everything like that, yes. Get ready. Hi, Amber. And Funko, get get on get an Amber Funko Pop going as well. Damn right. Um, and anything like that. But yes, Baby Yoda coming to the Thanksgiving Day Parade this year, and then you could have it in your home. And anything like that.
0: Not life size. Not life size.
1: Not life size. Thank God.
0: Actually, wouldn't it be bigger than life size? Ah! Nah. 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 Every now and then <laughs> Dan's got a good one.
1: Alright. All well,
2: it is no, no looking. No cheating.
3: I I wasn't actually reading it. My contacts are fuzzy. Okay.
1: Wow, good All good right. save. Capping, of.
2: Capping off the evening's events. <laughs> or we can save it for next month. <gasps>
1: no! Don't yeah, do I know now. we're not going to
2: Capping Off the Round Table is this month's WTF. Alright, so. So, uh, for those of you that have been aware this month, we have been privy to the um, limited edition, which is almost everywhere, release of the Pokemon um, Oreo cookies and everything like that. Yes, Pokemon packaging Oreo cookies. So limited edition, you can get them almost just about everywhere. Now, however, within only a select amount, there is a rare, a rare Mew cookie. A very rare meal cookie only within certain packages now here's the interesting thing uh some people were selling the packages of the cookies and everything like that on ebay you know for all sorts of crazy prices and you can still go to the store and get them for three dollars but that's not where the wtf falls in the wtf falls in within in this one oh, me oh it i've updated it since we've spoken about dear. this oh yeah we've, i've updated it since we've spoken about this okay. There's one rare Mewtwo cookie. Now, just this past weekend alone, uh, and everything like that, um, two individual sales and bids on eBay, two individual Mewtwo cookies were sold on auction on eBay for upwards of $5,000 for an Oreo cookie. My drops are better now. Before coming on the air, I decided let me just kind of look at eBay and see what's going on, see where they're at now with this whole. Maybe you know, there's enough of them out there. (laughs) So the lowest, the lowest priced rare Mewtwo Oreo cookie you can get starting bid at ninety nine cents. I can see that.
1: For a cookie, yeah.
2: The highest price, and you can look this up now for yourself because you change the thing, you know, for highest for for highest price to lowest. Mm-hmm. The highest price um, selling asking price for said Mewtwo cookie. The starting bid, starting bid is thirty-five dollars.
3: We need to go buy some Oreos And make some money
2: Or you can skip S- Skip the bidding skip. And you can buy it outright Because you know, eBay has that buy it now option Or you can Buy it now For $150,000 And get free shipping for it
1: Oh well free shipping This yeah. is
2: the
0: dumbest thing I've ever seen
2: You're getting a green screen so we're not seeing it are oh, you looking um, it up, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yes, the highest price Mewtwo rare cookie currently right now on eBay is the the, high, the, the starting bid is $35,000, you can buy it now for $150,000 with free
0: shipping. Well, you know, we're
3: going to God, a shop tomorrow and we're buying some cookies and we're going to find this fucking thing and we're going to sell it on eBay and make some fucking money.
0: Uh, yeah, God
2: bless. I have some that have uh, this past weekend, but yes, this past weekend alone, there were two individual people that paid five thousand dollars for this cookie. We're doomed. That is your September WTF, guys. Go! I, I can't. I, I, we're I can't. doomed.
0: No, we're doomed.
1: We're doomed. I, yes, no.
2: and yes, Craig. They sold. They sold for five grand a piece.
1: So what do you do with them once you have you this eat them? Five thousand dollar cookie. What's sure. the, what's the point? I, I, I no, don't.
3: It's not, like it's, a, it's not like a stamp that you
2: cook. Yeah.
1: And, and you, are you going to frame it? Or are you going to dip it in bronze? Well, that's or... the thing. Like
2: uh, one part, I think they had it like in a, like, in a, like a coin protective thing, but like, it wouldn't that like, it, still, would still mold. it would still mold and go bad, wouldn't it?
3: Vacuum
1: but, that but what, what makes it worth $35,000? It's a cookie. It doesn't come with a TV or anything, or it's not 3D. It's not, is it, does it have, you know, virtual, uh, Capabilities that you can see yourself wet when you bite into it. Uh, Are you transported to a far off place? Can you see a third dimension? Do you orgasm? What makes this cookie? I
0: would buy that cookie, but I still wouldn't buy it for five thousand dollars. No. I wouldn't Uh, even buy it
3: for ninety nine cents, considering you can get a whole fucking pack for three dollars.
0: Okay,
2: what I'm finding interesting right now. Okay, so I quoted you guys um, uh, because I don't know how to look up sold. But I quoted you guys that the highest one was $35,000 with the buying price of $150,000.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I just redid the search. That one is no longer there. And the next one now is
0: $25,000. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that got taken mean, down. Which may mean somebody might have bought it. Or, 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 or that got taken down because eBay was like, you're not selling the cookie for $35,000. But no, they're still up here for twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, give us a up- check. Check it in an hour and see if they're still there. But, yeah, look for yourself. Look at this. No, no, I'm saying check it in an hour and see if it's still there.
2: Well, these have been up for a few hours. These have actually been up for a few hours.
0: I don't see the th- the I, I don't see the thir- twenty five hundred. Put put your filter
3: on
2: highest. I, I, get, I got it.
0: I got it. I got it. It's not even a good Mewtwo.
3: Like, wait, wait 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 like,
0: you're cha- you're ch- you're you're charging twenty five hundred dollars to buy it out right still charging me four dollars no not $2,500. $25,000. no i don't see that one i five twenty five hundred
3: and you still gotta pay shipping
1: you still gotta
0: pay shipping now kiss nine dollars shipping No, so the is that's, that's what
1: break you is the shipping yeah the break, yeah. What breaking me is the shipping
3: Jesus christ
2: they're they're they're, they're selling limited edition package uh, one person is selling Five packages for fourteen thousand dollars, two hundred and fifty dollars. This one's in a Ziploc bag, but
3: I see. ten thousand
2: dollars for the Mewtwo cookie in like a Ziploc bag.
3: This is insane.
2: And how do you ensure that?
3: See, at least this one's selling it selling the the cookie with Pokemon cards of your choosing.
0: Now wait, oh, well, hold on. This one's for twenty eight thousand eight hundred and eighty eight dollars is still charging ten dollars for shipping.
3: The shipping seriously makes me laugh. It's, like, really...
0: That actually makes me mad. That at? Yeah. Well, that's how they get you. Like... Well, no, I, I won't <laughs> be... I was hoping that it would make me eat an Oreo, but I'm not even gonna buy an Oreo now.
3: Can it really be this rare, though? If there's, there's, this, many that's the there's no. this many on eBay, there's something.
0: Like there's this many on eBay. So there's this many on eBay. I guarantee you find one if you go shopping for them tomorrow. Oh
3: yeah, I might just. We have to go to shop. We have to go grocery shopping tomorrow. I'm just gonna fucking pick one up. Fuck it.
0: But yeah. So. Uh,
2: yeah, I can't make this up right now. You So again, the thirty-five thousand dollar one that you could have bought for one hundred fifty is not even there anymore. Which either, A, someone may take it down, which I don't see that happening because no. there's still ones that are $25,000 $25, on there. That means someone might have bought it. I actually bought this thing. Because before we came on the air, five minutes before we came on the air, I looked. And it was literally listed there for $35,000 or a buy now option for $150,000. So either A they took it down or B someone actually did the buy it now for a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a cookie.
1: We're we're doomed as a race. As the human race, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Look at Craig. Craig's just like, what? What? What did I, I just hear?
1: Yeah. Uh, Wtf is? Uh, yeah. What the fuck? 100.
3: Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> what, the what? Fu- what the fuck? What the fuck?
0: All right, cool. Yeah. Ha. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: I don't. I, I, I don't have. I thought this I one don't... left
2: everybody dumbfounded. Like, really?
0: I don't know what to say about this. This is the. This is really.
2: Like it'd be one thing. Like if it was like okay. Like remember back in the day, you know. Like like because I have one thousand. Remember like you know there was the rare like solid gold like Pokemon cards. Like yeah. what if it was like a rare thing where it was like you know it was like a golden Oreo. You know we obviously don't eat it, but it was an actually like gold. Like, Oreo cookie of Mew. Okay, I can see that. But we're talking about an actual cookie.
0: I'm just going to take video of me buying it for $38,000, dipping it in milk, and eating that sucking.
3: It's just so oh. funny, because remember, just yesterday, we were talking about how, you know, when it comes to, like, our things, I'd rather, like, give them to friends that I know would, like, enjoy yeah. them. Or I'd prefer mm-hmm. to like donate to Salvation Army and how I thought about selling things even on like Mercari, but like I just can't do it. Meanwhile, there are people putting cookies on eBay for twenty five thousand dollars. And like, you know, ice cream bar wrappers. And I just I don't I mean, we we I'd love the money. I mean, we would need the money, but I still wouldn't I can't I just can't I don't I Can you? Cannot. Can't. Okay. Cannot you. But the thing is, here's the thing. Again, It goes two ways. Okay. You couldn't
2: sell it as a person. But the person that actually buys it. Yeah. Like who buys a $150,000 cookie? Okay. Or even just, we don't even know what happened to that. But well, the point is last weekend, there was two of them that sold for five grand. Two individual people. Might have been the same guy bought an oreo cookie for five thousand dollars
1: who's got five thousand dollars burning a hole in their pocket like that I need to buy on this something cookie.
2: that's not something that's not gonna last no matter what yeah. you do unless you vacuum seal it and like I told her if you vacuum seal it it's a cookie you're gonna yeah. crush it
1: yes yeah no, you lost <laughs> so me. It's like are you looking for a cookie now Dan like
2: he, Dan's still dumb fun looking at you're still looking at this and crazily, aren't you? I <laughs> And I knew I was gonna get everybody with this. I WCR. just with all
0: the other issues that are in the world today and you know supply chain shortage, workers striking because they're tired of uh bare bones wages. Uh That I said that on purpose for those who can't seem to find a word other than slave because they're lazy. Um, all of these things happening in a in a COVID world, and you motherfuckers are selling an Oreo on eBay for twenty five thousand dollars or more. Hmm. You
1: know
0: what? I, I thought
3: I. I I'm not even mad at the people selling it. Yeah, I'm more so mad at
1: the people buying, people buying it. it. Yeah, 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 sure.
0: People buying it. Like, like I was real mad. Like, when the PS5s went on sale, and it was like, well, you're not going to be able to buy one because the scalpers are grabbing them and there's a chip shortage. So, we won't be able to supply a lot of supply lines till late next holiday season, which is fine with me because I'll get a deal on one. But at the same time, these ruthless, terrible, Probably incel motherfuckers are buying PlayStation Fives and selling them for triple the price. Yeah, while the world is choking itself to death. Does anybody else see a problem with the 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 give the, it? The, 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 I don't need words. Problem. Five thousand dollar cookie. Somebody gave me shit the other day. That's gross. Because I told them I yeah, they just handed me poop and they yeah. were like here. And I was like, I, what do you want me to do with that? I have my own poop.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't take shit uh, from anyone.
0: Yeah, well, I don't. Well, <laughs> never mind. But somebody was giving me shit like you paid that much to see a guy who can't stand up anymore referring to Phil Collins in Genesis. I'm like, but it's Genesis. I don't yeah. care. I know what I'm going to go see. I wanted to go see them. Yeah, because well, I'm not an did. idiot, but I wanted to see that. They're like, "Well, you're an idiot," and I said, "But I'm not buying a cookie for thirty five thousand dollars <laughs> on eBay." Fucking shit, I'm I'm helpless. I, I'm I'm so. I,
2: this was got like like
0: like. Where do you go with this? Like you don't go anywhere. I can't, you know I came not even I make it a fun her, challenge
2: because I I told her about. About the five thousand dollar cookies over the weekend but I, I i did not tell her about the update tonight, so just to see the genuine reaction
1: you got it <laughs> Even congratulations Damien
2: is a great like like this is a this was a thing that that was this is this is a yeah, thing
1: this is, this still it's a going on. yeah it's just, congratulations
0: uh, Damien you've you've broken my spirit <laughs> I think I broke I... the show.
1: Mission accomplished.
2: I broke all the hosts. Everybody's like scratching their head at this one. All right, is anybody commenting on the board about this about this cookie thing? Is this
0: it's to, just this the play? worst, the worst, the worst. This is the worst. Like a purple flavored trash said this is the worst form of NFT.
1: Of NFT? What does that mean?
0: Um what's NFT stand for? You guys know. Um I don't know. Why doesn't any? Why have I, I got to be the smart one? Hold on. Everybody else is supposed to be smarter than me. I don't know what this means. No, I
1: don't know where you got that idea.
0: NFT is um, like that digital, non fungible token. fungible token. What? Basically, so Queen has been doing it. They've been selling these digital figurines of Freddie Mercury. You can't do anything with them. And the, now they're pu- they're giving the money to charity, so they're not putting it in their own pockets. It's going right to AIDS funds and AIDS foundations in the name of Freddie Mercury, but it's just a digital version of a statue mm-hmm. that you spent money on the Bitcoin you know the digital the digital money
1: yeah
0: you don't do anything I don't get anything. Yeah Somebody tried well, selling it like the like,
2: there's, 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 like, the, like tops has all these different card apps, and like the WWE has one obviously too. Like people, like you know, like you know, you sell real baseball cards or whatever. They do it with digital cards, and like these digital cards go upwards of like five hundred dollars or whatever. For cards, you don't physically
0: Eh. own. As we were packing the house to move, I found out that I have seventeen Ecto ones. Wow! Okay, seventeen of them, different sizes, different companies, different materials. Just seventeen of them, and and I didn't want eighteen. You know why? Because it was fucking NFT. Somebody sold an NFT Ecto-1, and I said, why? What do I do with this? I click on a picture, and it pops up on my computer. Ooh, I got 17 of them, and some of them light up. And I can touch it. And I can can touch it it and play with it and rub myself all over it. Sorry. So anyway, ladies and
2: gentlemen, if you're looking for a get-rich-quick scheme, head on out to your local markets. If you happen to see a Pokemon Oreo thing, pick them jams up, open them up, or sell the packaging, because the whole package, they're selling the whole package for 500 to $1,000 or more as well. Uh, but if you want to take the shot at it, open it up. If you happen to have one of those new cookies, by all meats.
3: You know, I want to do it, but I feel like if I did, I'd like, be going to hell. You'd
2: be selling your soul. <laughs> like-
3: I already know I'm going there, but yeah. I don't want sold Pokemon cookie on eBay to be on that list of reasons as to why I'm entering I'm the, the dark ex- gates of the fucking this, purgatory.
2: This, this just puts you on the express line. <laughs> I
3: know, like I just I don't want <laughs> like what you're, you're gonna have fucking you know Cerberus and Satan looking at me like an Orion, no, no. like yeah.
2: like she'll she'll go down there like look I knew I was coming here. What did I do? <laughs> then it just bought up one thing and like no. You sold an Oreo cookie oh, yeah. for a special $1.
3: place in hell for people like that.
2: Which I, there's like a, a fear in your face of doing this.
3: There is. There really, is. it like hurts my heart. I thought the resellers on Mercari were bad. When I see them selling a book I found at the dollar store for like upward of thirty dollars, I'm like, honey, I know where you bought that. No, but like that. And we
2: we thought we we thought the console scammers were bad. We thought the console scammers are bad. Like, dude! Like okay. 25 you,
3: grand? 35 grand? 150 grand?
0: I've lost all hope.
2: <laughs> this one's left everybody.
0: Yeah. Just- I just gotta get to I just gotta get to November for Ghostbusters of Genesis and then December for the second Genesis show. And then the world could go up. I don't care.
2: Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen. So before we go. Pokemon Oreo cookie seller people we all say
0: what, what the f- fuck? fuck what the fuck get a, go, get a job get oh, something respectable you like
2: you're, you're good for the year
0: <laughs> get something get something respectable like streaming yeah that's why oh what my money god
2: is. now again October folks uh, October is going to be these our second annual Nerd Herders rebooted. Halloween special. Halloween.
3: Wait, so we've been doing this for about a year already. Yes,
0: yes. This it's song- over here. We started last September. Happy anniversary, yeah, second, uh, Oh,
3: anniversary. so this is like our one-year anniversary
2: almost. I think.
0: Yeah, I think it actually know, is. Yeah. Show. <laughs>
3: Look at
0: hey, Happy every anniversary! Happy anniversary, We did it! You we guys did ma- kill me. <laughs> We're ahead of the game. So ma-
2: October as is, is Halloween is a big special time for all of us, especially in this household. In this household, the only thing that trumps Christmas is Halloween. Ooh, don't Halloween say that Christmas word. Christmas
3: yeah. Okay. Like that. Okay.
2: Okay. So we, of course, we will be donning our costumes that evening and everything like that, and Craig will probably win Halloween again, because he won last year. (laughs) No problem whatsoever. Not a contest. uh, You know, uh, pretty much, we'll be talking probably our favorite bits, uh, our favorite choices for Halloween games, movies, and whatever else may be, and everything like that. And yeah, Dan's going to be dressed like a Ghostbuster. (laughs) Wow. If he's he's got his boxes and packages. Well, I'm not showing up now. (laughs) <laughs> if dan's got his got, got his stuff unpacked
0: oh no no I'm labeling the ghostbuster stuff so I can pull that right out
1: <laughs> you know that that's the first thing he moved was the ghostbuster stuff
0: no no it's still here that's why I'm playing with
1: you. okay yeah no but it, it, oh, it, my- it it's it's not a contest you know the, the costume stuff because obviously there is no contest but uh when we reconvene ha see what i did there uh uh and the last uh, week of the month of october in our lord of 2021 we'll be celebrating our second now annual uh halloween show um my favorite show of the year uh, my second favorite holiday of the year um and uh we'll be joining you guys again hopefully you'll be joining us and hey feel free to dress up in your own home when you watch us too the kind of if you want to join in on the fun and uh, send us uh, photos of what you're wearing while you're watching us wearing our costumes. And if you're wearing
0: nothing, send those photos too.
1: Most definitely. Uh, but we'll get a a kick at it. <laughs> are we Are we in 3D now, Dan? Can you see us now these are I'm <laughs> using these wrong. Okay. Don't move. I'm not moving. Okay, got gotcha. you. Okay. Okay. I'm picking. I'm trying to stay in focus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In ultra light, I can't. I can't. Sorry, I can't adjust the darkness for you but uh thank you i like it dark the way it is yes that is what she said when we do this again uh uh, next month (laughs) for our halloween show last week i have no comment just keep going i'm i'm going to keep going because by this time next month you'll be all moved in and uh we'll uh, all unpack brand new place brand new place brand new everything brand new State of mind, brand new being. uh, Hopefully, the next time we see our favorite married couple on screen, they'll be a whole lot less stressed. And uh, with their- Foxy
2: will be a year older, too, on our Halloween show. I will.
1: So that'll be our special Halloween birthday show, so we can celebrate the greatness, another trip around the sun for the very fine Foxy Foxy. Um, Thank you for joining us again for another year. And thank you for letting us be a part of your life. And thank you for letting me be a part of your life. Miss Veronica. So uh and if we don't say this enough, thank you for being born, really. You've meant so much to so many people over the course of your incredible life. And I'm looking forward to reading all about it in your upcoming book, Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be. Uh, still not too late to uh help her out on Patreon. Um that's what I do. I give her my six ninety nine every single month out of my pocket directly to her. Uh, and feel free to do the same to uh, support a great cause and to support a local artist who is giving of herself unto you. So uh, for that, we say thank you. And a thank you to all of our loyal listeners and viewers of Nerd Herders uh, Rebooted uh, once again. My name is Craig Legans uh, with my Facebook cohorts, Damian, Dragon, the Dragon of the Dojo, the beautiful Foxy Foxy, and Dan Calachico. Um, thank you. Did you? I'm sorry, you had your hand up before, Damian. Did you want to say something?
2: No, no, no I was waving. I was. Oh, waving. you? Wow.
1: Okay, I thought you had thing. Oh my God, this guy really has something to say, or he really has to go to the bathroom. Um, but <laughs> either way, uh, we thank you. We'll see you next month for uh, more mirth and merriment as we celebrate all things nerddom and geekdom, this has been Nerd Herder's Reboot, and this has been our show. Thank you for joining us. Bye, everybody.
0: I I... No, 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 no. What, 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 what? We can't forget the sign-off this
1: time. Oh, yeah. But, well, Dan, if you want to me to for to do sign-off, you have to know one thing. Yeah. What? You're my Nerd Herder. You're
0: my Nerd Herder.
1: Damien? <laughs> Yeah, the ball guy, I'm talking to you. Yeah, get closer to the camera. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're my nerd herder. Oh my
3: God, you're
1: my nerd herder. Holy shit, it's better than Christmas. It's like I got a $35,000 Oreo.
3: <laughs> this is well gay.
1: <laughs> it's not gay enough, Fox. you redheaded <laughs> Raven Beauty. Oh, you if they only knew. If they only knew just how gay the show can get. You are my nerd herder.
3: You are my nerd herder.
1: Oh, I love it when she says that. She affects an affectation. I love it. Uh, you're all our nerd herders for joining us. Uh, and we'll not forget to sign up this time next month. Special Halloween show. Dress up for all the fun and mirth and merriment uh, for the entire cast of nerd herders. You are our nerd herders. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next month, kids. Bye. Bye.